Welcome to the audiobook version of the novel Mercy Not Sacrifice by Dan Parks, read by the author. Chapter 17 Religion Class It was in the morning at St. Michael's that Jeffrey's class was lectured by the priest. The rubric had been decided upon years ago when it was said that this is to be a school of Catholic dedication, then religion shall be the first class on the schedule. It should be what carries the students through the rest of their day. Later, it was determined that the minds of the 7th and 8th graders were developed enough that they could handle the priest coming in on Monday mornings to teach the class himself. Once during my tenure, Father Jones had quoted Matthew 19:14, Let the children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Jeffrey was down after the hangover emotions that lingered from the Thanksgiving Day break. He pulled down the red uniform sweater over his left wrist, but it wasn't long enough to cover the scars. His past couldn't divert the future impending divorce of his parents. He worried about his siblings and what the split would do to them. He wondered how they'd be able to stay focused in school if their home life was so unstable. He worried about his mother and if she could quit using heroin. He knew that if his dad wasn't there to pay her bills and give her money for groceries, then she'd never be able to make it. She was an addict, and if she stayed using, she'd die. Jeffrey looked at his dad the night before at the dinner table and saw what the years of parenting and living with an addict and the stress at his work had done to his body. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light, Simon the priest said. He scanned the room to see the child that he would question, and when his eyes met Jeffrey's, he stopped looking. Jeffrey, who is Jesus talking to here? Jeffrey couldn't think clearly that morning, as his racing thoughts had skipped over breakfast. The people that he's preaching to, he answered. More specifically, Simon the priest said, could it also be that he's speaking to us today? Do you think that he could be speaking to you? I hope so. Jeffrey didn't fully understand the analogy, but he knew that he needed something. The hole in his heart had been torn open so far that he believed nothing could ever fill it. Can anyone tell me what Jesus meant by, I will give you rest if you are weary and burdened, asked Simon the priest. Across the rows of desks from Jeffrey, Jackie raised her hand. Yes, Jackie. I think that he meant if you are tired or worried, then you can come to him and be calm again, she said. Some noise began to rustle behind Jeffrey. I'd like Jackie to calm me down once in a while, Roger said. Oh yeah, Max responded. I'd like to calm her down, if you know what I mean. Laughter erupted from the circle of kids around them. A quiet student named Sam on the other side of the room raised his hand. His mom taught science in the fifth grade homeroom downstairs. Father Simon, Sam said. Back then they could actually walk up and talk to him. But he's not here today. What does it mean to come to Jesus now? Simon the priest smiled at the thought. We have prayer now. We can't see Jesus, but we have the soul, he said. Jesus lives in each person, turning them into something new. If we let him. Simon the priest turned back to his notes and at the scripture. I want you to take notice, he said, that Jesus starts out using the word burdened, but he also closes with saying it. What is the difference in the usage of the word? Sam raised his hand. Is it possible, Sam said, that Jesus is explaining what life is like with him and without him? Roger saw a vulnerability and attacked it. Is it possible, he said in mockery. His circle erupted in laughter once more. Simon the priest saw it. 
but he paid Roger no attention. He could see the few eyes focused on him, and he knew that their comprehension of the message was more important than reining in the young men that were destined for the factory across town. This is a great summary, Sam, Simon the priest answered. What Jesus is saying here is that the world can be a tiresome place. It's like a river's current that holds you down in its undertow. It can be a long fall down in the world. Sam grew in his confidence. The world is tough, he said, with wars and stuff and poverty. But he didn't know what a tough childhood was like. At 12 years old, he'd been barely weaned from his mother. But we have hope. We have Jesus to rescue us. Simon the priest saw innocence in Sam's eyes. But Jeffrey's were burdened with sacrifice. Why are some people more weary and burdened? asked Jackie. That morning, before he threw away his mom's used needle on the nightstand, and sooner than his dad ignoring the kids by watching TV and eating bowls of cereal, Jeffrey had made up his mind. Good question, Jackie, Simon the priest said. Some people do have to sacrifice more than others, but it is often those that are in the most need of mercy that are the closest to God. Jeffrey raised his hand and Simon the priest acknowledged him with a nod. It seems like a selfish thing to do, Jeffrey said, to make people suffer so that they come to him. It's a hard thing to understand, Simon the priest answered. We don't fully know the ways of God, but we do have the Bible and the teachings in it and can read the stories of Jesus and how he suffered greatly in his life to the point of death. Religion class ended that day and Simon the priest thought he should have a talk with Jeffrey, but the time got away from him and the rest of the school day passed on. As the clock ticked towards dismissal, Jeffrey was caught in thought about what was next. Science, history, English, lunch, math, and art all came as he turned it over in his mind. Walking out of his homeroom, he grew nostalgic. Across the hall was the 6th grade room where he sat the year before, and down the hall was the 8th grade room where he'd have been at the next year. His steps slowed as he passed the library where the lights were out on the inside. Only the darkness remained. He wondered if that's how it would be for him too. He wanted to find Simon the priest and ask him if there was a heaven waiting for him. Winston and Selma waited for him at the bottom of the stairs so they could take him home. Selma held a piece of artwork that she made at school that day. Jeffrey, she said, I drew a picture for you today. The figure was of a boy about Jeffrey's height and weight with the same head of hair. He wore the same St. Michael school uniform that all three wore. The figure on the paper stood upright with his hands on his hips. What's that around his neck? Jeffrey asked. It's a cape, Selma said. In the picture, over the collar was tied a cape that flowed out behind the boy. Selma, he responded. Thank you. Jeffrey took the picture and rolled it into a tube and stuck it in his back pocket. I'm not going to ride the bus home with you today, Jeffrey said. Why not? asked Winston as he shrugged his shoulders and wrinkled his forehead in protest. I'm going to go by the grocery store, Jeffrey responded. Winston, I need you to get Selma home safe. Selma pleaded, Come with us, Jeffrey. He'll take care of you, won't you, Winston? Yes, he responded. Go home now, Jeffrey said as he lightly pushed their backsides in the direction of the school bus. Mrs. Frost passed the children on her way into the school. She had no idea the depth of the situation. She didn't know the denseness of sacrifice inside Jeffrey's soul. Have a good night, kids, she said with a wave and a smile. Jeffrey walked past the church and down the hill towards Geno's as Winston led Selma onto the bus that waited outside the school. When he came to the parking lot, across the way from the salon, he took one step towards the store, but his will to end the sacrifice of his life pushed him forward towards the Gardenstown Bridge. In a weary 
and burdensome cloud followed him. 